Go wait till I get to the Gosh. part that like really like makes me go, what? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> Classified as a hate group by the yes. Southern Poverty Law Center. I love reading those words out loud. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. I don't care what the unemployment rate's going to be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. If you're shitty, can you fucking tell them? Why is that anyone else's problem? Two guys are in love, but they can't get married because you don't want to talk to your ugly child for fucking five minutes? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? The God of the Old Testament is arguably the most unpleasant character in all fiction. Jealous and proud of it. A petty, unjust, unforgiving control freak. A vindictive, bloodthirsty ethnic cleanser. A misogynistic, homophobic, racist, infanticidal, genocidal, filicidal, pestilential, megalomaniacal, sadomasochistic, capriciously malevolent bully. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. So what'd you think of that trailer thingy there? Uh, which one? Um, either one. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph looks fun, and it is definitely for, it's not for my kids, because they won't get half the stuff. It's, no, not the, not the old arcade joke. Right. No. It's for us. Yeah. Yeah. I like the fact that in the trailer, Wreck-It Ralph, he's a Donkey Kong type character, yeah. um, but he looks human. It's a voice by John C. Riley, and um, he's like doing the support group thing talking about i don't want to be a bad guy and normally that scene when he says i i what does he say i want to be a good guy or i don't want to be a he bad says, guy i don't want to be the bad guy anymore normally you would get um a character like pooping coins or actual <laughs> bricks but in this the orange ghost um blinky i think is the orange i don't know uh, turns blue and starts yeah. shaking side to side. The ghost from Pac-Man. I'm like, all and, right, um, that's good. Bowser, I think that was. Bowser was there. Yeah, yeah spit out a couple of. Uh, and uh, Zangief and Doctor Robotnik from Sonic and Kano from Mortal Kombat, like the actual guys. Yeah, not any of this. Oh, yeah, that sort of looks like yeah, Bowser, but he's a different for. color. That looks I mean, fun. If Disney shows up and says, "Hey, we'd like to license a couple characters from your games." And here's the idea. How do you say Most no? I mean, exactly. Ever, I, I think I think um, everybody learned their lesson with Toy Story, right? That uh, it's a good idea. Yeah, definitely to do that shit. So, I um, I also like Django Unchained. Mm. That looked good. It looks really good. I'm a big Quentin Tarantino fan, so I'm usually gonna like his stuff. It's an interesting contrast, you know, the mm. music from the '70s with uh, you know the Western. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look. be honest. My first impression is, yeah, I've seen that before, and I've Any, seen uh, him but, but do the thing that about, before. Exactly. Any Quentin Tarantino. It's like it's not about it for me. It's like, it's but the, he was gonna do a western, right? He was gonna do a western this time, but it's black exploitation again. Yeah, it's kinda. not a western. Yeah, it's just a trailer. That's just yeah, my exactly. initial impression. When I saw the trailer for Kill Bill, I'm like, who cares? 
Kill Bill rocked. And then I liked it. I saw the trailer for Death Proof. I'm like, oh, Kurt Russell, that looks good. So it's a good sign when I'm not initially impressed with it. Because Death Proof was just But it's like some of the just some of the shots he gets and, and what he yeah, does oh, with yeah. what he does with dialogue. Oh, I'm um, not saying that part know, the, the, that stuff isn't good. And I'm it's 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 also cool to see him working with some different folks. You know? Yes. That is definitely a plus. So um, expand out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and Jamie Foxx has never really impressed me. You know, I think he gets a lot of great press. Well, you didn't like him in Stealth? (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I kind of liked him in was in Collateral. Okay. When he was with uh, Tom Cruise. I like the sniveling little, if I remember, a little character he played in Ali. He, he didn't, didn't play he, Ali. No, he was. Oh, was he, was he, he like his manager? Ali. So he, yeah. it was due to the really bad bald spot on his head. But um, what didn't he play Ray? Yeah. So he can act. Well, we all know yeah. he can act. Yeah, but he's just. I don't know. There's just something about him. He doesn't have any charisma. Hmm. I don't know. So he's. Okay. So yeah. But um, no, DiCaprio's hamming it up. He looks like he's having a great totally. time. He, he looks like totally he's made out of bacon. Yeah. That's how much he's hamming it up. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Yeah, after after Inception and, and serious yeah, stuff. Yeah, it looks it's like, like he gets to have a good time with this. Yep. He's got a so, ridiculous beard that fits the time yeah. period. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> hey, so guess what I saw back in my yard? What? A black squirrel. Really? Yeah. Um, black squirrels around here were like Springfield and that area out there because they were brought mm. to the state. Um, and then like two years ago, I saw one when I was driving in Danvers. I'm like, oh, hey, a black squirrel, how about mm. that? And then I saw one out of there. We have gray squirrels yeah. in the in, in in the area mostly. You have gray squirrels yeah. around your house, right? You might see a black one popping up here and there. <sighs> and then you will say exactly what I said. It goes the neighborhood. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, wow, that's two racist jokes in two weeks. All right. <laughs> Keep the record going. Exactly. Yeah. How much further can we go? Then I saw a woodpecker the next day, so. Which seems redundant. <laughs> uh, I am so fucking tired. Yeah, you had a long day. Very long day. What time did you have to leave to head into Boston? I didn't leave till 9 Nine thirty. That's not too bad. I didn't go to bed till like three. That's stupid. And I was up at <laughs> six thirty with that's, the kids. That's really dangerous. Yeah. So and then I was up at six thirty. The kids usually get up around seven. So I edited for a little while. Ah. Got them up and going. Olivia yeah. said, "Oh, hey, Dad, can I have a ride to school?" I was like, "No, it's not raining." No. <laughs> what? <laughs> said, it's not raining. I have a ton of stuff to do. Yeah. Take your bike. Tomorrow, uh, I will only go on the internet to put the show up, and I'm not doing anything else because, you know, I'm going to see Prometheus tomorrow, so. Yeah, I, I have a, I've I've stayed away from reviews. Like, I looked at the score on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. and that was it. I didn't read a single review. I may have caught, like, um, you know, like, the first line of it, yeah. but it's like, you know what, one review. Like, a lot of people didn't like uh, John Carter. Yeah. I I found mm-hmm. it perfectly serviceable as a film. Um, 
So I'm not going to put much stock into what anybody says, but I'm curious to know what people think afterwards because I right. know it's one of those ones that I like discussing. So, yeah. but I don't want to go in with anything but what I've you know the you know half the movie I've seen already. Right. I understand that um, they need to pump this thing up. That it's a big budget, like hard sci-fi yeah. kind of movie, but stop releasing clips. Just yeah. stop. There's, there's. I mean, there's, there's clips from Amazing Spider-Man all over the place. I've watched. I watched one today because uh, I bought the girls uh, some summer pajamas, okay. short sleeve shirt and shorts, and it's yeah. this new Spider-Man outfit type thing. Because I, I went to buy windshield wipers because it's supposed to rain all week, and then the sun came yeah. out right after I bought no, them. I appreciate that. I had to walk around town yep. today. Yep. You know, I could have washed the car. But I decided windshield wipers would be better. Yeah, no, because I had the long sleeve on, and so I didn't want to sweat. So thanks right. for not washing the car. That would yeah. have been too hot. There, oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, oh, no, if I washed the car, it would have rained. Good thing That's you didn't buy a works. snowblower. Yeah, yeah. We, we're going to need one of those when if it ever gets cold again. So <laughs> uh, what was my point? I don't know. What the hell? Prometheus. Oh, yeah, so I'll go at midnight tomorrow night. Cool. Go with my brother. We'll see what's going on. It's too late for my wife to go because she has to work the next day. And uh, like I had said, I have to race the internet to see it. Because yeah. if I wait and I'm at work and I'm like poking through yeah, whatever, you'll catch, you'll the whole thing catch will get something. ruined. Yeah. And I just don't want that to happen. Anything else like Avengers and stuff? Like I could wait a few days on that. Like I get it. I, I know what's going on there. And it said spoiler, and so I knew that was yeah. the stuff after the credits. So it's like, I don't know, stay away from that. And then I still saw Thanos' name. So, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's been a month. We're okay, right? Um, and then after that, like, what is the next um, big one? Like, June 22nd oh, Brave. is Brave. Yeah, that's the next Rock one. Rock of Ages comes out next week. I don't know how to feel about that. I feel good about that. Really? Despite the fact that it's going to be at my theater. Um, oh, that doesn't bode well for it, does it? Because <laughs> um, you guys had Green Lantern. But I'll tell you, though, a lot of people what are coming in. What to expect when you're but expecting. Of, but a lot of people are coming in. Did you have posters. that one? What to expect? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. How long did it, how long, how long we was it? We still got it. Really? Yeah. Sorry. You know what, you know, the problem with that is, you know, it's your typical, you know, some of us were having a baby and how different people yeah. are dealing with it, whatever. Um, the, the whole, like, you know, dad's club thing is... Yeah. They they tell Cameron Diaz's story, J Lo's story, mm. uh, Anna Kendrick's story, and to a certain extent, there's another um, story. But they they tell like too many stories, and and they're and within those like three or yeah. four couples, you're getting like the the wife's journey through this and the husband's journey. So it's really it's not just four stories; it's mm. like eight stories when really they could have like they, you could have cut it in half like the couples. like the Anna Kendrick story is about this dude she hooks up with you know dude she knew mm -hmm. right from before they hook up she gets pregnant so they're like kind of shoved into having a life together right mm -hmm. but then she loses the baby and then it's like weird between them or whatever so her her involvement in the movie is over at her that point involvement right? in the movie should not have been her involvement in the movie I like her a lot. I really I'm do. Not, I'm not. I'm not. You know, but I'm not that storyline. Saying that that has you know that oh whatever that it's not a terrible thing that happened. No, exactly. But, I'm not trying to minimize it either. But if you've got these 
I'm going to say eight different stories that you're yeah. telling, then and it's too many. You've got to you've got to cut it down. And then of well, course they that, all like end up they all end up connecting in a certain way. It's later that at New the, Year's the end of the movie. Eve. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's just not that into you kind right. of storytelling where it's like, yeah, you made an anthology movie, but you made it. 86 minutes yeah, long it's just it's it's they're trying to tell too many stories and you don't get a chance to really like give a shit and i you know the, the I, whole, like, I don't know why but club. i knew that's how you were gonna yeah. phrase it and yeah. the guys club at the park you know the whole chris rock thing mm. they're like this little you know like j-lo's husband um kind of meets up with them one of the husbands is like j-lo's work friend or something like okay. that's husband so that's how he gets in with them so he hears their side of you know their side of things and all that and um and it's like it it's just one joke what i got you know what out I mean? of that scene in the trailer and that's what totally turned me off to ever ever wanting to watch it was that the dumb, the dumb dad syndrome. Well, there's that, but then when I thought about it a little more, it's it's stereotypical, cliched stereotype stories. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, my kid decided to whatever. It's like, well, it's because you're a shitty father. And that's I the mean, thing; they're all like, and they're all the same. You know, they're you know slight variations. Mm. Is but any it's all one the of them a good, attentive father? They all are. I mean, the, the, they all are, but their mm. their attitude is a little bit more. Um, I don't. I don't want to say blasé, but it's a little cavalier? bit more. It's a, no, not even cavalier, because that suggests irresponsibility. Yeah, but I that's think what it's, I got it's a, out of the trailer, it's a little bit so. more. You know, kind of, kind of like laid back. Okay, a little bit. Um, good example in my house with mm. our kids being babies. Um, Julie's really big into just sort of letting them kind of like like a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah. Like two percent of that spaghetti gets in the body. Okay, yeah. But it's yeah. just but it's a good tactile and sensory. Not kind to mention of thing. too, it kind of gets it out of the way. Yeah, but it's just like mm. it's like all in his face yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. And when I mean the, the difference is like when we had Olivia, it would drive me nuts because it was a fucking mess. Right. You know, it's all over the table, chairs, you clean up a and it would drive me fucking nuts right but now with frankie it's just like oh that's awesome yeah put him in the bath feed him with a caulking gun all right there we go from across the room and it really it really gets to a point where the other day he Mm. did there was spaghetti and he was just blah blah, you know and he tries to get that one piece oh yeah yeah, ends up on the heel of his hand and he's just like (laughs) you know but there's like gravy mattered all over his face so um but then it's just like, all right, now it's he's got spaghetti all over his, his shirt and everything. Right. Like I said, by the fourth kid, right. you're like, I brush it on the floor, mm-hmm. call the dog. Yeah. <laughs> the dog licks yeah. it up, lips it up, licks it up off the floor. Dog gets a lot of it from his little chair. Then I get the wipe and I right, wipe it right, all down. Yeah. It's just like, okay, great. You know, so I think it's that sort of like, it's the... It's the sort of being laid back due to experience. You know, your yeah. kid's going to fall. Your kid's going to eat mm-hmm. dirt. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. it's you, you, you're a parent now. Mm-hmm. And when you see first time parents, okay, 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 wait, wait, girls, it's, it's, it, I have to have a caveat here. When I see first time parents with one kid, yeah, because 
I we were not the type of parents that when the pacifier falls on the ground, we're going to boil the water and sterilize right. it. Like we're going to run it under the sink and rub yeah, it with exactly. our finger, and then here you go because the other one needs to be changed. And now yeah. that that one's changed, now this one needs to eat. And she just pooped, and I didn't have a diaper on her. You know, it's like yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, having two, having two kids is like being on your second kid already. Yeah, but it, but there's also like things like. I, like when when Julie was pregnant with Frankie and we would go, you know, into like, you know, the baby store to get stuff. Mm. I used to love seeing people like, you know, you could tell it's like their first oh, kid yeah. and they're like, oh, this is, I, I just want to go up to them and like empty out their carriage. You don't need this. You yeah. don't need oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, This yeah. is going to be more work than it's fucking worth, okay? When I, when, when we, before the girls were born, when Ellen was pregnant, we went through and like I picked out some like cute like rock and roll style outfits and yeah. stuff. And um, it's like, you know, black pants with white polka dots yeah. and, you know, the reverse for the sweater and stuff. And they wore the stuff. Yeah. Um, but now I'm just glad they have clothes on. Yeah. It's like, are your pants on the right way? Is your waist of your underwear the actual waist of your underwear yeah. and not a leg hole? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Good. That's fine. Your shirt's on backwards. But if you're comfortable, fuck it. I don't care. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there have been times that Cole has come home from school, mm. and we'll be having dinner, and I'll look, and I'm like, oh, shirt's been on backwards all fucking day. You know, because you just see, like, the tag yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, it's just, not, it's just you know, Cole's, Cole's like me. He's less like jeans and a T-shirt, yeah. shorts and a T-shirt. You know, if it doesn't have a design on the front, he doesn't yeah. pay a whole lot of attention. He's uh, like, look, I made it downstairs with clothes on. Fuck you if you have a problem with yeah. this. I I told them the other day. This is I'll, I'll tell two different versions of this. I told them the other day, it's kind of chilly out, so get dressed and come downstairs. Nova is she just wore her pajamas, her footy pajamas downstairs, totally you know covered except head and hands. Yeah, she was warm. Ripley decided to put on a t-shirt with her underwear, and that was it. And she's all like, right. I'm fine. I'm I'm warm enough. It's like all right, knock yourself out. Yeah. If I tell them, okay, get dressed because we're gonna go out. They 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 come down in like full ankle length oh, yeah. dresses. <laughs> it's like, I'm wearing my party dress. It's like yeah, well we're going to the food store. It's like one of the things that we got when Olivia was little was the a bathtub thing. Yeah, she was in that for. 19 seconds maybe they're like the and blue like it's like yeah you put it yeah thing, exactly yeah. you know for a little infant i think we use that like four or five times yeah, 19 seconds and yeah. she just lost her fucking mind she's like why the fuck am i just late because she's just like laying in this thing like yeah like a turtle on its back it's gotta be a weird sensation and, and, yeah exactly and, Ju- and julie's just like well this is stupid we have a bathtub and she yeah. would just climb in the tub with her yeah as soon as soon know? as the girls could sit up um, I would I would stay with one of them. Ellen would sit the yeah. other one in the tub and wash them up. There you go. Now they just it's like uh, they go outside and they they will purposely like smear dirt on themselves and say, "Can I have a bath?" Oh, there was one time there was like you know it was like after a rainstorm or something. There's a little bit of mud in the backyard or something mm. like that, and it was I think it was Olivia and Cole. They'd get like some mud on their hands. Oh yeah. And then not hard enough to hurt, but just to see what the splatter would be like <laughs> when they slap each other in the face. So I come outside and all I see is ha ha ha. I'm like, what the fuck are you people doing? But in the back of your head you're thinking, 
That's hilarious. Well, they're, they're both laughing. Yeah, so. that's All hilarious. Right. Now get inside. Yeah. Oh, but it was just like, you people are crazy. But I will tell you, any movie trailer that shows a an idiotic father, and that's not the premise of the movie, yeah. then fuck it. No, you, no. Yeah. But no. the bigger sin of that uh, of that movie, getting mm. back to that, was that they they tried to tell too many stories. Yeah, and you, you just, could tell from the you trailer. Just, yeah, and you didn't have a chance to like to sort of like you know get connected or or to care. I mean, I just I didn't really care about anybody. You could actually rename you could rename Baby Mama what to expect when you're expecting, and that would make more sense. To me, yeah, it's, you could, it's two. You could rename. You could re any any movie where you could rename Juno what to expect when you're expecting any yeah, movie. You could you know just what have I mean? a whole franchise so, about it. Anything like that. So, I just I don't see how you can you can adapt an instructional manual into a movie yeah well it's just it's it's like you know, you may as well just call it you know baby movie actually what the the book should be called shit you really don't have to worry about <laughs> that's really what it is well 90, you know what it is it's 90 percent of like, the book is your kid could die well it's it's also kind of like yeah you know this you'll come across this don't worry about it yeah and really it really that book could be one page long just fucking it could. relax. It could, but there's there's a few things that you would have to list on there. Yeah, like I mean, you I are gonna get you... weird cravings. Don't smoke. Don't drink. Don't do drugs. Uh, you're gonna you may poop on the table. Don't don't worry about that. I did. Um, they, well, yeah, I I did it. Just they got posterity. so mad at me. Oh my god, like, dude! Like she's six months pregnant. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. There, there could be tearing, you know, stuff like yeah. that, uh, and that's like you don't need. The oh well this this is what you should be doing now at three months and it's like you know what oh, God. you know what people have done this for centuries without yeah. fucking books everybody's fine yeah well not everybody I know some people well who... I meant cultures in general Landed having shit. babies never recovered uh, <laughs> all right where do you want to start oh I don't considering know considering this We're... is episode one hundred and ninety nine oh yeah. Are you serious? Right, ninety nine. One ninety nine. Where do you want to go? What do you want? I to don't go? know. I can't see any. I can't see that far away. Oh, let's start with that email that I sent. Oh yeah, let's start with the one thing I don't have ready. That's okay. <laughs> I have so many emails in here. I know it drives me insane. All those unread emails. I fucking hate it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna actually delete a lot of them out because. Well, I just need to sit down and like watch something. Yeah. Um, that's weird. What? Did it send it twice? What's that other one? No, the other one is the Bloomberg one from. Oh, you sent them both on the same day? Yeah, I guess so. Oh. Weird. Okay. Serpent handling West Virginia pastor. Go ahead. Dies from snake bite. <laughs> Fuck yes! If ever, if ever mm. I have, if ever I sat down and thought, man, I wish I was in church that day. <laughs> I would never stop laughing. I mean, you, you know what? If I was in church that day, it would like the neck, like the other mm. subtitle would be "laughing man killed by other parishioners." <laughs> I would never. That would be fucking hilarious. 
Oh, I wonder. I wonder. All right, let's see. A serpent handling West Virginia hmm, pastor died after his rattlesnake rattlesnake bit him during a church ritual. That's fucking awesome. Church ritual. That's interesting. That makes it sound really fucking like creepy, doesn't it? Just as the man had apparently watched a snake kill his father years before. That's awesome. Pentecostal pastor Mark Wolford, 44. Now, it's terrible that he died. Yeah. I guess but it's his own fault. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, he was 44, hosted an outdoor service at the Panther Wildlife Management Area in West Virginia Sunday, which he touted on his Facebook page prior to the event. I am looking forward for a great time this Sunday. <laughs> Wolford wrote oh, May 22nd, Facebook. according to the Washington Post. It is going to be a homecoming like the old days. Good old raised in the holler or mountain ridge running holy ghost filled speaking in tongues sign believers. Yeah. P.S. I'm going to die. <laughs> Robin Vanover. Wolford's sister told the Washington Post that 30 minutes into the outdoor service, Wolford passed around a poisonous timber rattlesnake. Now, that just sounds fucking dangerous. Like, Why I, would you do like, that? I feel like I've been poisoned just by saying timber rattlesnake. Seriously, like, why would you put all those other people in danger? Which eventually bit him. I don't know. Oh, that's fucking know. awesome. He laid it on the ground, Vanover said in the interview, and he sat down next to the snake and it bit him on the thigh. <laughs> and then the snake slithered away singing, How do you like me now? How do you like me now? Oh. <laughs> Vanover said Wolford was then transported to a family member's home in Bluefield about 80 miles away to recover. Wildlife authorities say that this is the only time a snake has been able to flip off people. <laughs> But as the situation worsened, he was taken to a hospital where he later died. Okay, now this is even more yeah, his own fault. Because they fault. just left it. No, nah, I'll be okay. Yeah, just take me, just drive me an hour and a half to Teddy's house and uh, I'll just rest on the sofa. Yeah, no, no, no. Go right by the hospital. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. How do you be a snake handler with poisonous snakes and not have. A snake bite kit. No, I don't. I, there are so Oh, many. I guess wouldn't that show lack of faith in God? What the fuck do does handling snakes have to do with God? Maybe it'll explain it. Uh, no, I guess this was to show his dominance over the serpent. Shouldn't have that's called Jackson. That's called masturbation. Shouldn't have that's, that's how I show my dominance over the serpent. Shouldn't have had, you shouldn't have had Apple Jacks for breakfast, I guess, huh, oh, buddy? Jeez. Jim Shire's that's owner awesome. of the... Craven Shire's funeral home in Bluefield told ABC News that Wolford died Monday. Wolford's church, the apostolic, sorry, I had trouble with that word, house of the Lord Jesus in Mato, Mat, Matoaka, Matole, Matole, bang, bang. <laughs> will host a viewing Friday in a funeral service Saturday morning. A viewing? Is there going to be a little sign that says, this is where the snake bit this dumbass? <laughs> Wolford will be buried at the Hicks family plot in Phelps, Kentucky. Officials at the Panther Wildlife Management Area had been unaware of Sunday's event until they were notified by callers after the service. We did not know the event was happening, and if we had known about it, or if we had been asked for permission, permission would not have been granted. Hoy Murphy, 
reasonableist said. <laughs> Sorry, public information officer for the West Virginia Division of Natural Resources. You just know that one of the quotes they didn't use was, um, yeah, this was a dumbass idea all the way around. Yeah. While snake handling is legal in West Virginia, other Appalachian states, including Kentucky and Tennessee, have banned the practice in public spaces. Snake handlers, oh, here we go, point to scripture as evidence that God calls them to engage in such a practice to show their faith in him. Mark 16, verses 17 to 18 reads, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Oh, this is awesome because you know that, what was that, Mark? Mark was just like, mm-hmm. okay, no, 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 write this, write this, write this, write this, write this, because yeah. then people are going to play with snakes. This yeah. is going to be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, when you lay hands um, on the sick and they don't get better, shouldn't you think about playing with snakes? awesome i'm sorry i feel bad the dude died it also says and if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them so they could drink like hydrogen peroxide or bleach or poison or hemlock yeah (laughs) i drink wine or snake snake venom yeah see but this is like this is dumbassery all around Mm. That's just great. Wolfer told you know what, the though, wa- I'm huh. sorry, I have to interrupt. A moment ago I said I feel bad the guy died. You know what? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I really I really don't. Yeah. Because you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. That's like saying, you know what? I'm gonna take this power drill <laughs> and um I'm gonna put it into my like right ear. <laughs> yeah. Just to and see what just happens. To see what happens. My faith in the Lord will be good. Yeah. Oh fuck! I'm dead. Yeah. Whoops. Wolford told the Washington Post magazine in 2011 that he is carrying on the tradition of his ancestors by engaging in snake handling. He actually is carrying on the tradition of his ancestors who died from snake bites. <laughs> Anybody can do it that believes it. Wolford said. Jesus said, "These signs shall follow them which believe." This is a sign to show people that God has the power. No, the snake had the power. Mm-hmm. The devil and, had the power. He tried to fight the power. Uh, I got the power. <laughs> uh, Wolford said he watched his own father die at the age of 39 after a rattlesnake bit him during a similar service. He lived 10 and a half hours, Wolford told the Washington Post magazine. When he got bit, he said he wanted to die in the church. Three hours after he was bitten, his kidneys shut down. After a while, your heart stops. That's called dying, dumbass. I hated to see him go, but he died for what he believed in. Yeah. Wow. That's fucked up. That's so far beyond being brainwashed, isn't it? Yeah. I know it's real. It's the power of God. No, that's actually the power of nature that you're not supposed to fuck with. That's more powerful than the devil. (laughs) Wolford told the Washington Post magazine last year, if I didn't do it, if I'd never gotten back involved, that's weird, it'd be the same as denying the power and saying it was not real. No, not really. 
Unbelievable. Here's some quotes from uh, from the. There's twenty one thousand and four comments. <laughs> first one is. Does any one of them? Uh, how many of them are like this guy was an idiot? Well, the first one says, "I grew up being told that if you play with fire, you will get burnt." All right. Uh, this one says, "I went to a snake handling service once. Sat between two older men, and the pastor spelled that one wrong. Had big old box full of snakes." He just put his leg in and started kicking the snakes around. The old guy on my left looked over at the other guy, and the man said, he has got the faith. The other guy says, yeah, he's got... Oh, there's more here. Fucking hole in his head. He's got a wooden leg, too. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) There must be a better way to test and prove your faith. Hmm. Imagine that a snake oil salesman dies by his own product. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> smart people go to the hospital when being bitten by a snake, but then again, smart people don't play with snakes. It's pretty much the same thing like all around. This guy did. Oh, here's a good one. This is not really helping with the West Virginia stereotype. <laughs> Looks like stupidity is hereditary. Stereotype was spelled S T E R I O T I P E E. Let me guess. Next, they'll be claiming that snakes have declared a, quote, war on Christianity. What gets me about this, it's like absolutely everything he did mm. was the wrong way to do it. Here's one. I don't know if it's, a, if, it's a, if it's a true quote or not, but it says, Jesus said not to put God to a foolish test. Hmm. <laughs> that's, why, that's sort of Bible speak for, don't be a dumbass. That's awesome. I'm sorry. I I literally laughed out loud when I first saw that. I saw the headline, and I'm like, I'm not even getting involved in that one. That's awesome. Fuck that. All right. You want to hear about stupid people? Of course. Okay. We'll have our our weekly update with the religious. Let's see. I decided that I was going to start reinterpreting the Bible as I saw fit since so many other people do it. Yeah, I saw a bunch of those. Um, so the one that got the most um, spirited debate was when I started in on Leviticus. And just to give a, an idea here, um, one of the lines in Leviticus is all foul that creep going upon all fours, shall be an abomination unto you. How many birds do you know with four feet? Uh, None. Okay. I said, yeah, four-legged bird is pretty much an abomination regardless of what the Bible says. Remember, kids, this is the part of the book that people use against gay marriage. Uh, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If a woman have conceived seed and born a man-child, then she shall be unclean seven days. Blah, 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 blah. Um, it's, uh, th- this whole passage is about how if, um, if, if you have a boy, you're unclean for this amount of days. If you had a girl, you're unclean yeah. for like triple the time. But here's the other interesting part that I found with this one too. Um, who shall offer it before the Lord? Make atonement for her, and she shall be cleansed from the tissue of her blood. Uh, and if she be not able to bring a lamb, then she shall bring two turtles or two young pigeons, the one for the burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. 
and the priest shall make an atonement for her, and she shall be clean. So my note here is, um, I'm thinking that unless you follow all of Leviticus, you can't pick out one passage to reinforce your bigotry. I'm pretty sure it's all or nothing with God. (laughs) So, anti-equality people, where are your burnt offerings? Right? Yeah. So Zeke decides to chime in. Oh, Zeke. Yeah. Zeke tries to bait me with questions, and he's probably a really nice guy, but he's a shit debater. (laughs) Do bats crawl on all four? What do you mean? Bats aren't foul. True, bats are not fowls. Foul. Neither are insects. The original Hebrew word uses the King James translated to foul as whatever, and he goes on this whole thing about how it's really supposed to be swarms and right. flying, right? And I, I, so I said, if that's the proper translation, then maybe that's what should be in the book. It says four-legged fowl, and there aren't any four-legged fowl. If people are going to take Leviticus literally then that's what we're going to do. One passage can't be literal and others open to interpretation. And I'm like, okay, fine. I can play this game. Yeah. Then he says, we are flawed with our interpretation of God's word. I think we are getting better at, I suppose he meant it. I'll give him a little credit because he was typing on his phone. We have more tools today to better translate information between languages. I, too, am challenged by trying not to offend God and the law of the Old Testament. It is clear to me that no one can keep the entire law, yet that does not give us the right to pick and choose what we will keep and what we won't. Please don't consider Westboro Baptist Church as followers of Christ. No, sorry, fucker. They are. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you can't discount the crazies. Right. They believe in God. They're your people. Uh-huh. <laughs> God has more to say about their lack of love than the sexual sins they preach against. They are using this topic as a way to gratify their sin nature of hate. I don't I don't really care about the Westboro Baptist Church. They 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 can fuck off all day long for all I care. There's one judge that is God the Father, and then he gets kind of preachy, like literally yeah. preachy. Um Let's see, uh, Satan pretending to be God, acting like Christ. Blah, blah, blah. So I quoted him here. Uh, we are flawed with our interpretation of God's word. It's clear to me that no one can keep the entire law, yet that does not give us the right to pick and choose what we will keep and what we won't. I say you keep them all or you keep none. It's funny, isn't it? Christians have pretty much all agreed that burnt offerings are too Old Testament. I have that in quotes. And yet people cling to Leviticus 18.22. That's the, the gays can't fuck one. Even people with tattoos, no beards, and new haircuts. New, Yeah, new haircuts. People eat lobster, pork, and shrimp and still cling to that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> you and Jesus have a lot in common. Yeah, I am more open to loving my neighbor unconditionally, like Jesus said. Jesus said if you break one law, you have broken them all. So Jesus was a Sith, pretty <laughs> much. You're either with me or against me. Or a Republican. <clears throat> Yeah, sadly. Um, It is a heart issue that Jesus came to fix. If I keep all of the law, how does that benefit you? It doesn't. But if I give myself like Christ did, blah, 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 blah. So I'm going to go to the parts I quote, okay? Okay. (laughs) Because he writes a lot. If I keep all of the law, how does that benefit you? That's his quote. My response is it doesn't. Because I don't care what the Bible says. I don't follow it. I don't need to. However, you and all the Christians this applies to would benefit from it by not cherry-picking the passages and coming off as a hypocrite. 
If you follow one part but not the others, how can you try to enforce the part of God's law you agree with? You can't take the one part that proves your point and ignore the rest of the crazy nonsense in that book. It makes you look bad. The Bible is one whole book. It's God's word. How can you ignore some of God's words? At what point have I given you the idea that I ignore something in God's word? It is all applicable for my life and yours. And then he asked me if I had a flat tire. So I wrote, (laughs) do you shave or get a haircut? Sometimes I shave and cut my own hair. He asked me again, did you have a flat tire? And he tries to tell me, oh, that I'm testy today. (laughs) Right? So I, I wrote, if you think this is testy, you should see me when I take the gloves off. And then uh, me and Ryan and DZ talk for a little bit here. And then, uh, let's see. Uh, That's for you. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I need to close that. How do I get out of chat real quick here so that doesn't pop up? Is it up here in the options? Yeah, I think it's like. Okay, go go offline. All right. That's what it was. It just popped up. Um. Tell me one more time, please. Why can't gay people be allowed to marry? And this is this is where we kind of get down to it. It's against God's word. Is that the answer you were looking for? Kind of like, you know, yeah. like now he's going to get belligerent. I wrote it is. And here is where the hypocrisy comes out. And here's where I just kind of said, you know, I've been nice to you long enough. Because <laughs> I really have. Yeah. I mean, I've been polite to him. Where in the Bible does it say two men cannot get married or two women? All it says is that it's an abomination. It doesn't even say it's a sin. Just abominable. I had to look up the definition of abominable just to make sure it didn't say it's a sin. It doesn't. Uh, Personally, I think the movie The Lawnmower Man is abominable. But you know what? Some people like it. Who am I to want to marry it? Who am I to tell them they're wrong? I don't know. You know what? There are some couples out there I look at and I'm like, that's abominable. It's terrible. Yeah, but you know what? They're together. Right. Knock yourself out. You don't have to like it. You just have to ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Really, that's what it comes down to, right? Uh, some people like it. Who am I to tell them they're wrong? <laughs> I almost made a joke there about my own marriage. So, oh, you know, let me get back to myself. this then. Um, I don't have that right, and neither do you. The only right you have in regard to, homo- the, to the homosexual lifestyle is the one that you keep in your mind to yourself. You can express those thoughts, but be prepared and know from now on you will be thought of as hateful and bigoted, and people have the right to respond accordingly. Seriously, man, if it was me, right? Mm. I hate acid wash jeans. They sicken me. Yeah. All right? Don't wear them. If I see a pair of acid wash jeans going down the street, I'm trying to keep it to myself. I'm not going to say, oh, that's disgusting. I can't stand the sight of it. You can still judge that person in silence. And I do. Yeah. What the hell? Who let Joe Elliott out? Seriously, it's not 1987 anymore. So then I, I go on. The Bible isn't true. Jesus' message is a good one, to be sure. But the stories that are before and after that are fiction. Because really, Revelation, they're, you know. They're little messages. They're like, hey, don't be, don't be an asshole. If it were true, it would be taught in history classes. You are clinging to old world Middle Eastern stories designed to control the masses. Most of the Bible is symbolic, not literal. It saddens me to see that you are so devoted that you cannot see that your views fly in the face of common sense, decency, and basic human rights. You know, it would have been funny if you had put in the middle of this whole thing, huh. your sad devotion to that ancient religion hasn't conjured up. Any- <laughs> I think that, you know what, that, that, like, that in would, there would have been really funny 
I, I think that's how I may end the whole thing if he responds back, but I don't think he Seriously, will. But, but like even in the middle of it where he's just yeah. sort of scanning over and it's just like, well, you know. Blah, oh, yeah, blah, blah, your blah, sad blah. devotion to that ancient religion hasn't <laughs> helped you conjure up any solid reasons to be against No, I would, I would do the whole quote. Oh, just I the, would do the whole – no, I would do the oh, whole quote. Okay. Because <laughs> that would be like, what the fuck? I could do that, yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> Um, so I wrote that. Then I said, then I asked, do you have any other reason to be against equal rights for all people aside from your book? And here's where he tried to shut me down. And he hasn't responded back in four hours. And I would have more respect for him if he just said, gives me the willies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It freaks me out. I don't like it. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um. Zeke says, I don't and this is this is where he like went from reasonable discussion, you can see a slow progression into like Ozzy pulled up at the station and he boarded that crazy train. Yeah. Cause here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I don't need any other reason than the Bible to tell me what to to believe and think. The Bible and please let me read all of this before you explode. Okay. At least let me finish this this one sentence. The Bible is the most accurate historic document on the planet. Because you say this... very, I'm surprised. You're still processing it, aren't you? Because you say the stories are not true is not a credible source of authority. See, what he doesn't get is that's exactly what the fuck I'm saying to him. I, I just... What? Yeah. I don't know. If the, it's the uh, most... Incredible the Bible is document. the most accurate historic document on the planet. And because I say, me, say the stories are not true, it is not a credible source of authority. If the Bible was able to be disproved, it would have been by now. It continues to stand the test of time. There is nothing about the New Testament church that was about controlling the masses. And here's where he just loses it. Common sense is knowing that we are created. Common sense is knowing that there is a God and we are not him. Common sense is knowing that there is no form of religion that can save us from ourselves. Only the blood of Jesus can give us life. Common sense is reading the prophecy in the Bible and saying, hmm, I might need to take a closer look at this. Common sense is knowing that death is coming and there is only one way out. Common sense is knowing that the path that leads us to hell is wide but narrow is the road that leads to eternal life. Common sense is if I am hated because I believe Jesus Guess what? That makes him right again. Nobody said you're hated. Makes no sense. He says, if they hate me, they will surely hate you for my name's sake. Common sense is trying to please God instead of man, no matter the cost. Would you like for me to tell you about decency and basic human rights too? And he ends with an ellipse with an extra dot at the end. And I wrote, you could, but common sense says you know nothing about them or common sense for that matter. Zeke. I got to know you over, what was it, a year. I have read your posts and talked with you and debated with you, and I truly think you almost had it in your first sentence. You said, I don't need any other reason than the Bible to tell me what to believe and think. See, the truth is you don't need anything to tell you how to think. You should be thinking for yourself. Then you said this, and I know now that you are delusionally brainwashed and there's no coming back. The Bible is the most accurate historic document on the planet. That is just disturbing. Please, cite a source that is not a religious group. Cite a source that is respected and known for factual accuracy. Back that claim up. 
and then I will continue with the rest of your nonsense. Uh, and I oh. was still. I never told him to fuck off. No, because I would have. He's crazy. I mean. How old is he? Uh, he's around, I would say, between our really? age. Yeah. Um, now, this is all public because he's put it up on Facebook and stuff, but like he had a big drug problem and he overcame it with the help of, of religion and stuff. And good for him. You got over drugs, right? Good for you. But that's the problem with 12-step programs is that it's based in religion, so you have to accept Jesus in your life. What he did to get off drugs and what he's doing now to help people do the same thing is fucking admirable. I just, I'll, I'll, But the fact that he can't take credit for what he accomplished himself, himself is heartbreaking. It, it really is. And like I've said before, people get all sorts of benefits to their life yeah. through religion. Okay, they they can find comfort, blah blah blah. So it's my problem lies. with it is just don't tell me that I'm wrong for not being into that. And okay? you know what? You know what? If I'm don't suppo- tell if me I'm supposed to be way. tolerant of your religion, then you need to be tolerant of my disbelief. Yeah. Just, you know, everybody mind your own fucking business. That's that should be our platform. And you know what? People, well, why do you have to say all this stuff out loud? It just hurts people's feelings. It's like, well, here's an idea. When priests stop fucking children, when uh, people can use uh, condoms to stop the, the spread of disease, yeah, yeah, but, when there's you know people what? out there not telling other people that they're wrong for how they're living their lives the thing within the limits of the law, then I will stop. The thing that's worse than the kid fucking is the <laughs> racist others. kid fuckers. No, it's no, it's it's the church covering it up. Okay, that absolutely. That's even worse. That's like fucking that kid again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There was another thing that I had. Um. Oh, oh, can uh, we? Can God's we, plan. No, no. Can we do a little bit more here because I got really fucking want confused. It's been forty-five minutes. Yeah, we'll we'll just do this one thing. Okay. So, I had this one. Um, this one from uh, Corinthians. When I was a child, I spake as a child. And every time I hear spake, I, I think of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I spake. Just because you speak doesn't mean you're intelligent. I understood as a child and I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. So that was the very beginning of my um, reinterpretation right. of the Bible. I wrote, see, even the Bible's telling you the belief in God is immature. <laughs> so Zeke tells me that verse is talking about love. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Then he takes a dive off the deep end. Children don't know how to love. What? Children don't know how to love. You will always be immature until you learn to love. Read the whole chapter. I love Corinthians, and he talks about that for a little bit, right? So my immediate response was, sorry, I call bullshit on that. (laughs) Kids know how to love. In fact, I think children love more unconditionally and more intensely than adults are capable. Um, and then I, I've decided since so many people interpret the Bible to suit their own needs, I'm going to do the same thing. So get ready for that. <laughs> um, he says, walk through Walmart. Listen to kids screaming for toys. Kids have no self-control, nor do they, nor are they affectionate. 
No, no. He wrote, he wrote. Nor do they are affectionate, but don't know how to. He must mean how to do good deeds for others by nature. How often do your kids clean their room or wash the dishes or mow the yard without being told to do so? They are kids and have to be taught to serve others. He wrote. He, he, after that, he wrote. I mistyped on my iPhone. So you know what? I, 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 it's sometimes difficult to type on the phone. I'll give him that. Um, I meant to say, kids don't have self-control, nor do they know how to do good deeds by nature. They are affectionate. Love is deeper I than disagree. affection. I disagree. Oh, absolutely. I um, totally disagree. I wrote, my kids are four years old, so most of those, cho- those chores are beyond their ability at this time, and none of that speaks to the concept of love that you brought up in the first place. I'm trying to get him back on yeah. on, on, target. I St- can't, stay on target. I can't tell you how many times I've had my kids at their school you know, mm. see some type of problem and take the initiative and yeah. try to do something about it. Just to do just it. Just to do not it. Not for just recognition. Because, no, just because it's the All, right thing to do and I, not because of God, just I, yeah. because. I think children may be the only people that act in an altruistic manner. Yeah. There's a heavy statement for the show, yeah. huh? Um, let's see. And here's where I lost him. Like, I don't know what happened. He said, Zeke says, love is an action that requires sacrifice for others. The concept of love I know is serving others. There is no greater love than a man to give his life for another. Oh, my God. What is, is he just reading like fucking the, like Salada tea bags or something like that? <laughs> Every sentence is just this bullshit little homily that's like fucking, yeah. you know, needle pointed into a pillow. Yeah. Seriously. Not, well, let, me, let me continue. He's not saying anything. Continue. Not sure what you mean by none of that speaks to the concept of love that you brought up in the first place. I simply said children don't know how to love. Love is more than emotion. Or affection, and then he he starts with the love is patient, kind, long suffering. It does not boast, or is it jealous? No envy. Children. Oh, don't. now he's doing wedding vows. Ch- well, that is part of Corinthians. To I be know fair. that, but still, uh, my God, children don't know how to do these things. They have to be taught. And you know, is what, he going to put like a fucking? Is he going to put a link now to Pachelbel's canon? Just to move, like do it. But here's the thing. Yeah, love may be patient, kind, long suffering, but you know what? Love is the exact opposite as well. Yeah. Love is angry. Love is jealous. Love is impatient and uh, full of testosterone. A delicious. And full of cum. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're welcome, Scott. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, we got a couple good responses here that are... Uh, let's see. Oh, I, so I wrote, your concept of love speaks more to fealty or Stockholm Syndrome. And then DZ posted four different links to four different definitions of love. That's funny. Um, Will says, spake just sounds dirty, or I'm just a perv, maybe both. I think it's both. Um, Zeke says, true love is a process of maturing to live out the call God has commissioned us with, and that is to love one another. It is not a sexual attraction. See, he should take his own advice there and realize that the two, the love that two men or women have for each other is not right. just about sex. But it doesn't matter unless it's about what he's talking about. Or empathy toward someone in bondage. Bondage isn't a bad thing. It's, it's all right. It doesn't require a response or expect one. It is a pure heart of loving others for the sake of their best interest. See... If you love me, what do I get out of that? Nothing. Right. 
It has to be yeah, whatever. Okay. That's gonna that's gonna haunt me for the rest of the time I do this podcast. <laughs> um the point of this scripture is is as you grow up you should put away your childish thinking and learn to love others. You'll never have anything if you don't learn to love. You can do whatever you oh, want. Oh, God, it's fucking bumper stickers now. With God's word, it will not return. Okay, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and it's going to get very quickly into, you know, Beatles lyrics. John says, no, I think they mean Star Wars. Um, I, at one point, he asked if I'm opposed to wisdom. So I ask, why do you think I'm opposed to that? Why exactly do you think? What what exactly do you think I would agree with? I don't understand. Because he says these things that are almost like, it's like Yoda's stoned brother. Oh, my God. Right. Here we go. Here we go. I finally got down to it. It's uh, boring, everybody. I would think that you, as a Zeke, that you and any other logical person would agree that love is an action. No. No. <laughs> my self-love. No. Well, that that's derived from the, the love, right? Lust. <laughs> It is giving of oneself for the benefit of another. What I have given you is wisdom. No, you didn't. If you need to post links to make you feel adequate in this conversation, now we're just getting sarcastic and bitchy. That is a good way to deflect the problem is we do not know love, therefore we are not adequate pertaining to this topic. But, but Blah, blah, blah. The, the thing is, though, it's like this is where the problem lies, okay? Religious folks and non-religious folks, okay, spend way too much fucking time trying to convince the other one that they're right. Yeah. And you know, why like I, I think I may have I may have mentioned this before. I did mm -hmm. I did a, a, a one of these corporate entertainment gigs a couple of months ago with a buddy of mine who um he you know I have an iPad and he's got one of the Android tablets. Right. Okay. And he knows that I'm an Apple guy. He yeah. says, oh, Frank, I'm so glad to see you. I'm so glad to see you, right? So he starts talking about it. I could tell he was sort of like, like itching for the fight. Right. You know? Right. And I was just like, yeah, it's cool. And I looked at it. I was just like, yeah. I go, I, you know, I prefer, you know, I, I prefer my iPad, which does what I need yeah. to do. And, this does what and you need to, to you, do. that is a satisfactory argument that well, but, you but just had because just you like, didn't have it. It, it really and you enjoy well, no, the it, defeated feeling the other person gets when they're like, I didn't get what I wanted out of that. Well, it's just, it's like whatever <laughs> blows your hair back, you know? Yeah. Whatever, like this, this works, that's fine, yeah. you know? Like, and I, I mean, I, I... So the thing is, I put the quote up kind of as a joke while I was taking my yeah. medicine in the morning and shit, and, and I'm like, oh, you want, you want to get serious about this? I'm getting this? medicated, motherfucker. All right, here we go. All right, but I just, so you know, it's... And, and I'll tell you, I mean, some of the, some of the atheist stuff is... Is gets a little oh yeah um what's the word I'm looking for fundamentalist actually you know yeah like yeah, like yeah. rabid almost rabid atheism and it's just like you know what look you mind your own fucking business you do whatever you want yeah this dude's gonna mind his fucking business I mean he's not banging on your door telling right. you to believe what he believes right it doesn't fucking but matter. if I'm if I'm gonna post shit on Facebook and you're gonna come at me like this then oh yeah I mean that's a healthy debate that's what? fine because then you're well, asking it's not because I'm debating with a mental patient well no but you, you know but it's like you know you post something and then he's just like all right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get involved in this conversation. And then it's a back and forth. And you're both yeah. in, involved in this sort of unspoken contract that, all right, now we're going we're gonna to talk and I'm going to share my thoughts and you're going to share your thoughts. Right. And, but the thing is, though, both sides are right. Uh, not, not this time. No. Love is an action? Well, love is, love is like, it's like terrorism. You know, it's, 
It's it it means which is an emotion. Well, it, but it be, it means <laughs> it means different things to different people. You love different people in your life differently. Yeah, you know, I love my friends differently than I love my wife differently than I love hot chocolate differently than I exactly. You yeah, know, love. But the it's Wonder all Twins but it's or, all a feeling toward something toward something. Yeah, right. But you know what? There are some people I'd lay my life down for. Yes, there were others. Ah, you know, I mm, wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. So and it, but that's right for for me. Right. That's that's good for me. That's actually that, that's actually how it is. And that's how it it should be. But that's, these fucking god people are like, well, you know what? This is the way it should be, and this is what you should do because you're gonna burn in hell. It's like someone. It's like Mayor Bloomberg telling me that you know what? Yeah. You can't drink seventeen ounces of soda at a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's or just sixteen like, and a you. half. Yeah. Fuck you. I will drink whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Because I'm not bothering anybody. Right. I got. I got kind of sarcastic with them. All right. Let me hear it. Okay. I gotta read. I gotta. I gotta finish this over. However, because we do not meet the standard of love, quote, being a mature person does not give us a right to redefine the term. That's the thing. No one except him has now redefined the term of love. Well, it's it's. Do you ever see the movie Love? Actually, no. Okay. It's a great movie. You should see it. All right. Okay. There's this one of the storylines in it is Liam Neeson and this and his and his son. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and the son is in love with this girl and he wants to get this girl's attention. He's like 10, let's okay. say 10 or 11. Yeah. You know, he's in school. All right. And the dad is sort of dealing with the grief. They've, they, you know, he lost his wife. She died. Okay. Okay. So, and his son's been a little distant, you know, the loss of his mother, plus he's in love with this girl. Right. So he has this conversation with his dad, and um, and he says, I, 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 I love this girl. And, and Liam Neeson says, well, you're, you know, you're, you're too young to be in love. And the kid makes a really good point at saying, no, I'm not. Right, exactly. Why, why, why is it's, it's different than yeah. an adult. Well, it's it's okay. more it's more intense and unfocused. It's, as a, it, as a as a kid. I don't need. I wouldn't even say that. If if it's a feeling that this kid feels, then yeah. it's it's his, and that's where he is. With oh it. yeah, so no, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's, it's not. It's perfectly it's perfectly valid, and it is going to be different than you know. I mean, there are plenty of of adults who love like this ten year old. Hmm. You know, <laughs> and. It's it's fine. Just leave them the fuck alone. Nah. And I, I think religion is is a lot of, of of the same thing. It's like whatever works for you, that's great. But leave me the leave me out of it. Hmm. I don't want to be involved. Yeah. I don't care I, yeah. about your relationship with God or cable television mm. or weed or whatever. Yeah. You know, if you're not stepping on my toes and you're not hurting anybody that I care about. Yeah. Whatever, man. See, it, he could have come at this with a, ah, yeah, that's funny, but you know, that's not what it means. And just fucking left that yeah. there and not responded back. But defining love as this subservient, you're not loving someone unless you're up their ass. You're doing serving stuff for them. them. Yeah, that's, that's love. No, that's, that's being a fucking slave. Yeah, that's, you know, being a doormat. He said, so this is, this is, these are the hints of stuff that I had like building over the last few days. Um, let's see, does not give us the right to redefine the term. It's kind of what is being done with the word marriage these days. We cannot live up to the standard, so we redefine the term. And I just took that, and I'm like, file that in the back of your head. <laughs> and then I did that, and I wrote, love is an emotion. It may drive an action, but it's an emotion. I'm surprised you got that mixed up. 
And my way of saying you're wrong. Like I will go to the mat on that one that you're wrong. Not that the Bible is f- a fictional book, not any of that other stuff, but that love is an emotion. Yeah. That one I would put money on. And it manifests itself in in different ways. Yeah. You know? He says anger, sad and happy are emotions. Love is commitment. No, love leads to commitment. Love drives commitment. Yes. I think love gives commitment its strength. Yes. Love uh emotions change but love lasts forever. No it doesn't. No, there's a redhead somewhere in this world that I do not love anymore. I that's I am glad my this this is this is where it got a little weird. I am glad my wife does not love me by her emotions, and I am glad I don't love my wife by my emotions. And I realized I was talking to Cylon High Command at this point. <laughs> we share in our emotions with each other. We bear in our emotions with each other, and that is love. Ask your wife if she would rather your marriage be based on an emotion or love. Love is more than an emotion. Um, so I wrote, fine, Zeke, fine, Love isn't an emotion. It's the fifth element. But to be fair, I will ask her when I get home and post exactly what she says. Deal? Um, And then it talks about music a little bit. Um, Ed chimes in. Ed, who who contributes to the show every now and then. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says, to jump back a few hours, my daughter always wants to help us around the house with her new baby sister. When the baby starts crying, she stops what she's doing and she tells us right away. If we're busy making dinner or something, she will hold her hand, stroke her, or give her, give her kisses. She's not taking any bullets for her, but she's two and a half. That's the most she's capable of doing. I'm not trying to win the internet here, but skimming this post, <laughs> that fulfills all our definitions of love. There you go. Uh, and I wrote, I asked my wife your question. Ask your wife if she would rather your marriage be based on an emotion or love. Her response, after thinking for a long while, I can't answer that question. It makes no sense. He said that? No, Ellen said oh, that. okay. So, that's, that's, that's what I do in my spare time. <laughs> I gotta fucking stop doing that. I keep waiting for him to unfriend me, but I don't think he's going to. So, I think when I post stuff like this, I'm just gonna have to block him. Because, yeah. really, I mean... Let's face it. Who do we want to talk to when we talk about our point of view? I don't know. People that agree with us, <laughs> right? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. If I'm trying to be funny and I'm rewriting the Ten Commandments, right? Yeah. And the editor's note on Commandment 1 is, this one really has to stay because without it, everything falls yeah. apart. I don't really need, like... Bible scholars telling me that, you know, well, they all have to be there because that's what was yeah. and then Indiana Jones opened the box. And <laughs> like, oh. So, yeah, let's do a break. All right. For fuck's sake.
All right. So I I hope I didn't come off as a complete and total asshole with with that. But I mean that's on my I posted that stuff in in my Facebook yeah. page. It's it's for people that are friends with me to either a ignore, yeah, which ninety eight percent of the people <laughs> do because you know they don't give a shit what I have to say about religion. I don't believe in your bullshit fairy tales, yeah. and you still do. Okay, knock yourself out. That's fine. Uh, there were a couple people here and there that were like that that would that I know in real life that when I would post something would would post something like, "Really, you're doing this again?" <laughs> and because of how long I've known them and the respect I have for them as people, I would say, well, "What do you mean?" Because you know, I see you people thanking God when nice stuff happens. So why can't I say the yeah. opposite of that? You know, why can't I say there's no God? Because if there was, he would have answered my wife's prayers to become pregnant naturally. Yeah. Not that that's the reason why I didn't believe a long time before that. So, <laughs> but anyway, as I was getting back to Facebook, I saw this post, which I think is uh, very interesting. Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> it's titled when same-sex marriage was a Christian right. Okay. Yeah. I was very uh intrigued. Is this from when? Um when was this article. This was actually December 11th, 2009. <laughs> Um, contrary to myth, Christianity's concept of marriage has not been set in stone since the days of Christ, but has constantly evolved as a concept and ritual. Professor John Boswell, the late chairman of Yale University's history department, discovered that in addition to heterosexual marriage ceremonies in ancient Christian church uh, documents, sorry, there were also ceremonies called the Office of Same-Sex Union, 10th and 11th century, and the Order for uniting two men in the 11th and 12th century. These church rites had all the symbols of a heterosexual marriage. The whole community gathered in a church. A blessing of the couple before the altar was conducted with their right hands joined. Holy vows were exchanged. A priest officiated in the taking of the Eucharist and a wedding feast for the guest was celebrated afterward. Okay, sounds fun. Yeah, sounds normal, right? Yeah. These elements all appear in contemporary illustrations of the Holy Union of the Byzantine warrior Emperor Basil I. Sounds really tough. Basil. Oh, shit. Here comes Basil I. <laughs> yep. And his companion, John. A key of art museum contains a curious icon from St. Catherine's Monastery on Mount Sinai in Israel. It shows two robed Christian saints. Between them is a traditional Roman prombus. A best man overseeing a wedding, a prombus. The prombus is Christ. The married couple are both men. Is the icon suggesting that a gay wedding is being sanctified by Christ himself? The idea seems shocking, but the full answer comes from other early Christian sources about right. the two men. Huh? Right. <laughs> rationalizing it now. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's not. Well, we'll see. Uh, I lost my place. <laughs> Uh, the two men featured tonight. Okay, Saint Sergius and Saint Bacchus, two Roman soldiers who were Christian martyrs. Uh, these two officers in the Roman army incurred the anger of Emperor Maxim Max Maximian. Uh, it's late. 
<laughs> when they were exposed as secret Christians by refusing to enter a pagan temple. Both were sent to Syria circa 303 CE, where Bacchus is thought to have died while being flogged. Sergius survived the torture but was later beheaded. No surviving that. Legend says that Bacchus appeared to the dying Sergius as an angel, telling him to be brave because they would soon be reunited in heaven. <clears throat> so, while the pairing of saints, particularly in the early Christian church, was not unusual, the association of these two men was regarded as particularly intimate. Severus, the patriarch of Azkaban, sorry, Antioch, <laughs> Um, and that was from 512 to 518 AD, explained that we should not separate in speech they, Sergius and Bacchus, who were joined in life. This is not a case of simple Adelphoia? I don't know. There's a lot of words in here I don't know because a, <laughs> a very smart person wrote it. In the definitive 10th century account of their lives, St. Sergius is openly celebrated as the sweet companion and lover of St. Bacchus. Sergius and Bacchus's close relationship has led many modern scholars to believe they were lovers. But the most compelling evidence for this view is that the oldest text of their martyrology, <laughs> written in New Testament Greek, describes them as Arazzi? I don't know. Oh, lovers. E-R-A-S-T-A-I. Hmm. I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not in the right frame of mind to read Greek. In other words, they were a male homosexual couple. Their orientation and relationship was not only acknowledged, but it was fully accepted and celebrated by the early Christian church, which was far more tolerant than it is today, which isn't something you would expect. Yeah. Contrary to myth, Christianity's concept of marriage has not been set in stone since the days of Christ, but has constantly evolved as a concept and ritual. I think I need to tag somebody when I post this. <laughs> Professor John Boswell, the late chairman, uh, discovered that in addition to heterosexual marriage ceremonies in ancient Christian church, uh, wait, it's repeated? Yeah, the article's in here twice. That's strange. Yeah, because it's, it's just, uh, that's the, that's weird. Well, it's so important, it's listed, it's, it's, it's <laughs> twice, right? So... How about that? You know, they'll say, oh, those fuckers didn't know what they were doing in the 10th century. Those dark ages. <laughs> it's before the Reformation or whatever crap they pull out of their ass, right? Kind of funny. All right, let me uh, save that because I'm going to fuck with people with that tomorrow. <laughs> um, no, I'm not going online tomorrow. There is no going online. I was told I have to bring up a certain story. Um, for you, for, for everyone's me. benefit, yes. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. Let me, uh, let me find it here. Okay, here we go. <sighs> These people made a helicopter out of their dead cat. That's so fucking weird. <laughs> Incoming, this is the headline, Incoming. Watch the dead cat turned into a helicopter. Yes, you read that right the first time. It's fucked up. What's more fucked up are all the pictures. 
Yeah. There's video, too. The separation from a beloved furry friend who dies can be too much for some pet lovers. This is true. Some owners may opt to have their much-missed animal buddies stuffed and mounted to maintain that companionship so familiar around the home, rather than the more conventional approach of having their cherished chum cremated or burying them in the back garden. (laughs) But it seems unlikely that many would choose the approach taken by one Dutchman and transform their passed-away pet into a hybrid helicopter cyborg. That's weird. That was the unusual ultimate fate of Cat Orville. Yeah. Named after aviator Orville Wright. (laughs) After he was run over by a car. There's a lot of pictures I had to skip past them. Artist Bart Jansen decided to pay tribute to his pussy pal (laughs) by turning him into a piece of artwork, a moggy chopper. Orville was stuffed before Jansen turned to a radio control helicopter flyer, Arjun Beltman, who constructed a specially designed flying mechanism to attach to the cat. Named the Orville Copter, the unique piece is now on display at the Constry Art Festival in Amsterdam. Describing the contraption as half cat, half machine, Jansen insisted the use of the cat's remains were respectful and honored a well-lived life. After a period of mourning, he received his propellers (laughs) posthumously, said the artist, adding that Orville will soon be flying with the birds, Jansen said. Oh, how he loved birds. He will receive more powerful engines and larger props for his (laughs) birthday. So this... So this hopping will soon change into steady flight. Apparently, because uh, I'm not going to watch the video. Apparently, the the motors aren't strong enough to lift him off the ground. I guess not for long. Yeah. If Orville had been transformed into a plane instead, would he have created a meow sound while flying overhead? Blah blah blah. Yeah, funny mm-hmm. joke. Um, people don't think that's funny. People don't. The thing is, the cat's dead. Okay, it's been uh, taxidermied. Yeah. It's as clean as a dead animal can get, right? So why not? I Look at the look on his face. He looks very peaceful. No, they stapled it that way. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if that's what they decided to do with their spy drones, is just know, make huh? them out of dead animals? Because then the enemy would be like, oh, no, 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 because laka, laka, laka. What the fuck is a cat? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm tired. I, I have a question for you. What's that? Okay, so we know that um, hardcore belief in religion can make you do crazy-ass things. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what is the difference? Like, where is the disconnect in people between people like Zeke, who is like dead set hardcore, knows that that book is the truth, right, and just wants to tell me about it, and the dude in the desert that straps dynamite to himself to prove that he's right. What happened in in that other dude's life where he said? You know what? You know what? You know what is the best way for me to prove that Islam is peaceful and a good thing for people? Let me blow them the Let fuck me blow up. Blow up the people who aren't Muslim. 
That's, yeah. But that's the thing. They're like, because one of the tenets of that faith, I believe, from what I, you know, read when I, you know, read the New Republican, um, <laughs> is that not only are they to do whatever it is they're supposed to do, right. um, but one of the things they need to do is, is, is defeat the infidels and anybody who's, who's not that religion is an infidel. So the difference is, so the difference between, you know, uh, I'm not a, a, a fundamentalist Muslim and mm. a fundamentalist Christian is, you know, the Christians already had their, you know, keep fighting everybody who's not Christian. It was called the Crusades. Well, there were a lot of those yeah. time periods. Okay. Yeah. So, and we, we we don't need that right now. Yeah. You know, and it's not it's not built into the religion. Okay. okay. Whereas it's built into the other one. And a hundred years from now, yeah. okay, that will build itself out of it. Because I mean, I've, I've, look um, at all. I mean, a lot of religions began, and there's like there is a lot of violence associated yeah. with them, you know. But and and again, I'm going to say it. You know what? Muslims are right, Christians are right, Jews are right, you know, <laughs> Buddhists are right. They're all they're all right, but just lay off telling everybody else that. But they're that wrong. is the problem and inherent exactly. with being right. Quotes right. You have to prove it, right? I but mean, you shouldn't. But here's the thing: you should have not only just faith in your faith, mm. have confidence in your faith, but and the, be but the faith... and be satisfied that you know what. Um, I go that that, that you, you go to a place every Sunday, and yeah. there it is. You're literally preaching to the choir. Yeah. You know, you've got your peeps there. Okay? Oh, yeah. yeah. They've got church. Okay. Other people have, you know, Macworld. Other people have, yeah. you know, the Scooper Bowl. Other people have <laughs> Comic-Con. You know, everybody's got their, their quote-unquote religion. Yeah. So just leave everybody else out of it. You know, I love the show Mad Men. All right. Yeah, I think Cougar Town is, is a is a Cougar Town's a better example. Cougar Town is a because you say example. Cougar Town and just like Zeke, I'm like fuck you. That show is fucking <laughs> awesome. Okay, it is so good. It rewards the viewers who have been around from the beginning. So, and I will kill anybody. No, um, but but no, Mad Men's a good example. Okay, there okay. was a great episode of Mad Men. Um, from Sunday night. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. I watched it twice in a row uh, when I've got 65 million other things I'm supposed to be doing. Right. I watched it a second time because it was that fucking good. And okay. I don't know a lot of people that I can just, you know, like I saw a lot of my friends today, you right. know, at my different gigs and stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, none of them I know watch Mad Men. Huh. You know, one of them is just like, oh, yeah, my husband watches it. I'm just like, but we'll call him. But call him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to talk about what happened to Lane. You know. Um, but it's it's and and I, I I enjoy it so much. It's it's enough for me. Yeah, it's mildly frustrating. I can't share it. But 
it's enough for me that I enjoy, I enjoy it on my own. Yeah, but Mad Men does not have anything in the commercial break or in the storyline that says you have to tell as many people about this as possible or you're going to go to hell. Right. I mean, and that I think is, I, I think what's happening with religion mm. as a whole, I think that fewer and fewer people are feeling that need. And as, mm. as Islam um, matures, yeah, it will, it'll wash that away. It'll sort of, that'll sort of be, you know, like the old Testament kind of stuff or, you know, the way Christians view mm. what happened during the crusades, Yeah, you know, yeah. there's no Christian right now who, well, I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to say that, but no mainstream Christian yeah. right now is ready to, you know, jump on a horse and go teaching, you know, the hordes. You mean about, average, average That's what I said, believer, the mainstream, yeah. you know. So, yeah. but again, and, and every group has got its lunatic fringe. Yeah, I've described the dangerous in, uh, ones. in conversation, I've described uh, Islam as the petulant teenage religion. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, fuck you. I'm just as legitimate as... So what if our dude married a nine-year-old? Uh, so, yeah. uh, but the thing is that in Judaism or Hebrew, whatever you Jew, whatever you want to yeah. call it, um, and Christianity, it's all the same fucking book. It's all based off the same shit. It's the same God. Yeah. And I thought shit when I growing up before I really knew the connection. Like I'm talking like I was six years old before I really knew the connection between the Jewish, you know, books. And 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 the Old Testament and all that, I thought it was fucked up. There were Baptists and Methodists and Christians and Protestants yeah. and like and Christians and Protestants were fucking blowing each other up in England and, yeah. and Ireland. And it's like, are you kidding me? It's like you have one different verse. You're getting pissed off about that, right? If there is, if there is a heaven, if just if, humor me, right? <laughs> and all of these idiots get up there. I really hope there's a giant orientation. And Jesus walks out, you know, with the hole in his side, the crown of thorns, yeah. just, you know, his his stage yeah. appearance, right? And he walks out and he looks at all of them, you know. He's going to have blue jeans and a black turtleneck. Abdul with the missing arm and, you yeah. know, all that. And And I hope he would look at him and say, where the fuck did I tell you guys to do that yeah, shit? Just look and go, really? Idiots, get the fuck out. And I hope there's like this segregated section of heaven, like Arkham Asylum. <laughs> and that's where all the fucking retard lunatics go. Yeah. I swear to God, if you think it's a good idea to kill people or mutilate genitals or fuck little boys, they you're a retard lunatic. They kill in the name of love or some weird bullshit. They came in the name of love. That's, that's what the priest it's, said. it's just it's it's a waste of energy. But it that's really what I want to tell Zeke. I want to tell Zeke. Look, if there was a god, he would stop the Pope from covering up all this child abuse. Yeah, he would have struck the Vatican. But with what, a and plague. this is what's crazy about about religion. It's it's there are always these. You know, oh well, you know, if 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 there's such a god, why did Jeffrey Dahmer exi- Dahmer exist? It's just like well. You know, God. God gave us free will, so, but we're all so we can go and we can we can make our own decisions. And it's like, no, I'm sorry, that no. that that that's an out. God's omnipotent, you know? and He knows everything that is, was, and will happen. Right. So, so it's 
it, and that's the party line. But it's like, you see that video that I think I, I had on my Facebook thing about um, this guy arguing with his buddy about how the, you know, his buddy's saying that the end of Star Wars was bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was we used that on the show, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's just like, no, you don't. That right there, that right there is a perfect yeah. example of how ridiculous religion is. That's, that's, I you used know? to be that and how person you, too. I know. And it's just, but it's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you say that, but it's this, it's because of this. And, and they have all these excuses. Yeah. It's like, like uh, someone who stays in a, you know, a, a dangerous relationship, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I know he hits me, but I must have done something to deserve it. Well, that's mm. kind of fucked up. Yeah. Okay? And quite frankly, religion isn't much different than that. No, it really isn't. You know, oh, do what I say or everything everything or happens for a reason, you know? No, I dropped doesn't. a glass, I lost my keys, I you know, it's here to teach me uh, something. I ran over my foot with a lawnmower. Yeah. No, you know what? Shit happens. Yeah. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. Okay? Yeah. Learn from the shitty stuff. Enjoy I really the good thought stuff you would have done the facts of life song right there. No, yeah. but it's 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 so much more simple than people make it to be. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I used to be that Star Wars dick. That's like, oh, well, Boba Fett survived. The Jawas pulled him out of the Sarlacc pit, and that was nah, in, but in I like comic book fifty two or whatever. And I like when the guy talks about how you know when Greedo shot, and he's just like, you you take it back, you take that thing, and then you take the other. But thing But you back. see, he can't get upset about that because. That's how it happened. That's how the movie is now. You know, it's like, it's like the original theatrical version is the uh, is the Old Testament, and now the Blu-rays are the New Testament, which wipes out the Old Testament. It's too bad. It really is too bad. There's some good stuff in the Old Testament, like "Thou shalt not kill" and shit like that. But that also says now you can have bacon, right? So there's that. But it's like. Why get pissed about that? I don't give. I don't. I don't care. You know. You're like, oh, Han, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care anymore. I really don't. There's nothing against you. No, it's just the argument is so tired. And I know you know that. And I know that's yeah, why I know. you bring but it, it up. But it's also. But it's it, it's also part of the fun. Oh yeah. Of that yeah. is is digging into the minutia, and that's part of what I I think what is is great about something like. Star Wars mm. or something where there's it's it's that ingrained in you yeah. where I can go on and on and on about how I think Greedo shooting first really changes um Han Solo's character. Right, yeah. And you could definitely go on a rant about how Han Solo's a coward. Fuck you. Um but you know uh, But I do that on purpose. Well I know, right? but that's yeah. but that's also that's that's part of it. Yeah. Because you know that's like that's like the forty year old guy version of like when we were kids, yeah. you were playing Star Wars. You had the figures. You just like yep, yep. this guy's doing this, and you know he's grabbing Leia's tit or whatever. All right, <laughs> but but and now the forty the, the forty year old version, the yeah. quote unquote grown up version, yeah. is is sort of deconstructing stuff on a higher level. But you're still playing Star Wars. Yeah. That's how we play Star Wars now. Yeah, and that's partly why. When um when when we talk about the prequel trilogy, I'm like I don't I don't whatever Jar Jar that's fine he's great in the Clone Wars cartoon, yeah, you know and that pisses people off. But you know what? Honestly, I really do like him when he shows up because he's funny and whatever. In the movie, I don't think he works that well, but in the cartoon, fine. But I remember um, I 
someone had posted something and they said, which would you prefer, X-Wing or TIE Fighter? And I thought about it for a half a second and I said, X-Wing in the poll, right? And, um, you know, then the, the whys, why would you pick whatever? Mm-hmm. And uh, people were to, like, TIE Interceptor because it looks cool and shit like that. And my response is, well, I would want an X-Wing because it has fucking shields and a hyperdrive. <laughs> TIE Fighters don't have that. They barely have atmosphere in them. And the, yeah. the girl that put the poll up, she's like, I I had no idea. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of shameful that I know that. <laughs> but like my the old me would have gone off on this whole big thing about Sinar fleet systems is better than Incom with this and that and the hyperdrive, but you need a droid and who cares? I just it's it may have been changing jobs, it may have been stepping back yeah, from no, a lot it, of it. It's, it's, but like I just I don't get into that nerd stuff anymore. I enjoy it. I enjoy the fuck out of everything I still enjoy. Right. But I'm not going to get upset that they're going to remake Right, because whatever. because you know what it is? That quote-unquote game mm. is it's for other people now. It's not fun and it doesn't lead to Well, it's not it fun for you anymore. It's 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 fun for for younger kids. It's fun for Is it like, to get that angry about stuff? It's you know what though? I think it's I think it's it gives a false sense of purpose. But it's it's important to be passionate about something. Oh absolutely. Okay. And, okay. And so that can work into getting passionate about other things. Exactly. That are, that are important. You know, and and it's it, it's and it's and it's okay to be passionate about about something like that. Because as it, long as you're informed. Yeah. And if, even if you're not, it's part of the that's part of the fun of it. If you're not, at least be open. At least be open. Like when I talk about shit I don't know about, like the economy stuff, I listened. I didn't talk when. Well, yeah, I mean that's just part of being, you know. I I need to learn this, (laughs) right? But that's part of being a, a, you know, a maturing, well-rounded individual is that you're as, you know, as receptive to new ideas as as you are willing to share what you have to say. And it's funny that we that I say you say that, and I agree with you because of all the shit I said earlier in the show. But there are no new ideas there. All that stuff has been tried before and tested. Yeah. And it's been found lacking. <laughs> Seriously. Like, oh, anyway, I don't want to keep going with that. <laughs> so. Anyway. Um, we got some feedback here. Yeah. Let me see if uh, there's anything. Because I don't want to have another short, short, short show. Um, let's see what we got here. Maybe some audio. Well, it's also two short shows in a relatively short amount of like that is true span of time. So that is true. How about this one, and then um, and then and then we'll we'll go to break and come back. Fourteen-year-old conservative host says Obama is quote making kids gay. As you know, as you know, if you watch four episodes of Jersey Shore in a row and go to bed early, drunk on peppermint schnapps, Obama gets to sneak into your bedroom and give you the gay shot. Gay Did shot. you know that's how it works? He's frequent flyer models. will speed through the roof. That's why you don't see him on TV all that much. He's sneaking around to all these houses. He's like a gay injecta Santa. <laughs> 14-year-old conservative radio host from... West Virginia. Uh, I was going to say Ohio. Oh, it was the same. So I said, yeah. Uh, Recently claimed that President Barack Obama and Vice President Joe Biden were making kids gay by supporting LGBT rights. During the May 26th broadcast of his program, Caden Cowger 
said it was sickening to see other kids subscribe to the belief, and when I say words like that, they're in quotes, that they were gay or lesbian. Homosexuality is a belief, he explained. Or is explained really the right word for that? Well, no. Well, it seems like maybe he was trying to inform us of <laughs> something, trying to educate us. It is not mandatory in that person. The person is not born that way. It is a decision. There, it's getting worse where I'm at. Where's that? Dangling participle street? <laughs> is that the right word? Is that what I'm thinking of? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I see younger people that is turning into homosexuals. And you're on the air, really. It's equal boy and girl both. All of them are starting to turn to homosexuals. We've got about 30, I'd say 30 teenagers in this county that I'm at that are homosexuals. It is sickening. Sorry, it's very difficult to read. So many of these people, let me suck their dicks. It's ridiculous. (laughs) They just decided all of a sudden, I think I'm going to be gay. (laughs) And why are they becoming homosexuals? Why they are becoming gay is because they are being encouraged by it. All right, fuck it. We got to find the audio for this. Because oh, yeah. It's got to be down there. I want to hear this dumbass. Here we go. Obama is making kids gay. Oh, the uploader closed their YouTube account. Because oh. I'm sure he was getting a boatload of shit. Yeah. Ridiculous. And I'm sorry. Yeah, the kid's underage, but if you're going to put yourself out there in a public forum. He's a target. Yeah. Screw that. He's got a radio show. Well. He must have a website. Well, well, let's let's see. Uh, We'll we'll see if we can get through this. Um, uh, We're trying to teach him. uh, Oh, Calgary, who claims to be a Pentecostal Christian. I don't know what that means. I don't know what all the denominations are. Added that he was not for bullying homosexuals, but when you're trying to teach them that the word of teach them, excuse me, the word of God, and they consider that bullying, yeah, I find that a big problem with not being allowed to convert other people to my religion. He said, when you're trying to teach them the word of God and they consider that bullying, yeah, I find that a big problem with not being allowed to convert other people to my religion. Yeah, that's a problem. What a dumbass. I'm going to tell you this, guys. President Obama, Vice President Biden is making kids gay, he insisted. Obama. Apparently, you... all they're doing is highlighting this stupid little <laughs> asshole's poor grammar skills. Yeah. Obama, if you are encouraging it, you are making kids gay. On his Facebook page, Calgar lists his influences as conservative radio hosts Rush Limbaugh and Glenn Beck. Somebody needs to get a radio that doesn't have an AM dial. <laughs> the logo in his studio even seems to be modeled after Beck's GBTV logo. Because, like, nobody's heard shit from that fucking yeah. twat since he went online. I make up my own mind, he explains. Bullshit. People don't do that for me. I can make decide my own beliefs. A matter of fact, my mom was a Democrat. I know, scary, right? Wow. <laughs> All this says sick right after. Which, what does that stand for? Um, I think it's like 
I know what it means. That it's the like editors have inserted something, I believe. Well, I thought it meant um, this is exactly what the dumbass said, so that we didn't misspell it, right? One of those. But I thought it stood for something. But I, I could. I never. I never looked it up. Uh, since beginning his radio show in 2010, Calgar has become somewhat of a star in conservative circles because they don't really have much going on. Interviewing former Republican presidential candidate Herman Cain, who appears at envelope openings, and U.S. Senate candidate John yeah, Rays. The sick is uh, supposed to be like, so uh, uh, short for sick erat scriptum, thus was it written. Ah, so, okay. So it's like that's how it was written. All right, all right. Uh, on his website, he complains that Obama has officially made the month of June Gay Pride Month, and now June is no longer one of my favorite months. The fuck has a favorite month? My favorite month is the one my birthday's in. Well, exactly, right? My favorite, I have two. My birthday and October, because October is like a good fall month, and I like the weather in fall. No. Plus this Halloween, and then it's oh, almost man. our anniversary. Winter's coming. Um, however, the video linked on that page has been removed for hate speech. Oh, Calgary needs to know that what he is doing is wrong and hateful, new the new civil rights movement, David Badash wrote, homosexuality is not a belief, but religion is. No one is asking him to change his religion. Calgar also needs to know it is bullying to tell kids they are going to hell because they're gay. Hmm. His religious views don't... Sorry, there were a lot of wheels turning yeah. in my head when I read that sentence. His religious views don't trump their rights. If he's, go if he's doing this well in school, he's crossed the line. By Wednesday, the Huffington Post and TMZ, this is probably the only time you see those two in the same <laughs> sentence, have both picked up the young radio host's broadcast. However you feel about the issue, the kid is doing West Virginia no favors. He struggles with the English language during his rant and for the most part loses the grammar war, TMZ wrote. <laughs> wow. <sighs> <laughs> first comment 14 year old kid said something who cares my cat sleeping on the sofa tell everyone there was um there was a great line on an episode of Mad Men a couple of weeks ago where uh, no 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 no, no, no. This, i'm just, this, this I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding one of the um like one of the guys who works for the john ham character don draper um he uh he, he uh they're they're in the elevator riding up and he's like this junior copywriter or whatever new to the company and um he, they have a discussion back and forth because they had a disagreement, and the, the guy looks at him. He goes, "You know what, Don? I really feel, I really, really feel bad for you." And just just before the door opens, Don goes, "Really? I don't think about you at all." And he walks away. <laughs> wow, that's good. Isn't that great? I like that. Love that. <laughs> I don't think about you at all. Wow, I'm gonna have to remember that. That's, that's beautiful. That's up there with calling somebody the wrong name. Or, yeah, exactly. Or something like that. That's good. All right, something useful came out of that show. Yeah, I'm it's just a kidding. Great fucking show. I'm just kidding. All right, let's do a break, and I gotta check the uh, the mail just to make sure, and uh, then we'll be right back to finish up, I guess. Get it, go, go, leave it, get it on the track. Get it, get it, catch it.
So we are all set now to uh, do the little bit of feedback we have because it's only been, I don't even know how many days since we did the last show, but not a full week. So. Yeah. All right. Um, we do have a message here from episode 198. Um, this is from William. Enjoy your show, guys. One thing, I was listening this morning to number 198 on my way to work, and it was King Solomon who wanted to cut the baby in half, not King Herod, uh, yeah. who had John the Baptist decapitated. Well, thanks for clearing that up for us. Yeah, I did say at the time, um, I, I knew that think someone it's him, would, but if I we didn't were wrong, know, yeah. I knew that we would get somebody. I so. mean, not like we had all of the uh, accumulated human knowledge in the world at our fingertips or anything. Yeah, seriously. So we depended on... <laughs> if there was just some way to electronically have like a... Well, we did. We, we we have that. He told us. Yes. So. so thank you. And then he writes, love the podcast. So Nice. Yeah, I think that's the first time we've heard from him, too. Yeah, I think so. So all we got to do is fuck shit up, and we'll hear from new people all the time. Well, keep saying that Greedo shot first, and we'll get all sorts of people <laughs> telling us that we're wrong. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, one thing I want uh, to say. Um, yeah. Folks, a couple of weeks ago, I asked oh, you shit, um, right. on the, um, the webpage there to... Uh, Go and look at a video that my uh, my friend Teddy made um, for this contest. So um, a bunch of people went and looked and liked it, and lo and behold, Teddy won. So he won like $2,000 worth of equipment. Uh, so thanks, everybody, who took a look at it and liked it, and thanks for your support. Um, he's very, very excited. I'm very happy for him. So um, thanks. Appreciate it. That's fantastic. That really very, is. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. And I get a T-shirt. And it really was the best one. It was really good. Yeah. Very creative nice. stuff. We got this email. It yeah. says that we are sending you this message because once you requested the software to access Twitter and other websites which are blocked in China, to download latest version of the circumvention tool Puff. Give us your bank account. Which is P underscore U underscore F underscore F. Please go to, and then it's like not even a real website. And then it's a whole bunch of fucking symbols and letters with accent marks and shit weird yeah let me click right on that and then here's another one that we that i got on twitter i love these it's like how fucking dumb can you be like you follow people on twitter you don't talk to like 90 percent of them right yeah so i got one here from uh joe town ninja right and it says hello somebody is making very bad rumors about you and then there's a link to click on. Yeah. Yeah. I got two of those from him. Well, then the and I know it's not be true. I know it's not him. I actually accidentally clicked on one um Scott um that that, that lives near yeah. us. Um he his Twitter account had sent me something it's a very funny picture. So and it was a direct message and I'm like, Oh well it's yeah. it's spelled correctly. Yeah. Seems legit. What was it? Uh it was a link to some other fucking I don't know it it wasn't any it wasn't a picture so I yeah. just closed the page and then I changed my password immediately because yeah. anytime you click on a link and it's like oh it doesn't look yeah. quite right change your fucking passwords so um is it time for this I think it is all right that. <laughs> 
Oh, sorry. Hold I on. had a lot yeah. of hot Italian sausage tonight. Oh, then, <laughs> I suck cock. Yeah, I know. I said it. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Chris and Frank, it's Reverend Scott. You may have noticed that I didn't really have a quote-unquote intro in this week's segment. Well, turns out that I ended up with about a day less to make this segment than I usually do. So I got the idea to just do a very brief segment. It is the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard. Well, Frank, it's not as easy as just willing it to be a normal segment, and it just happens. I have to listen to the whole episode and try to find things that you might say are... Things that um, can be interpreted one way, but if you're a little sly about it, you know what the real meaning is. All right. Right. Right, Chris. (laughs) That's exactly what I mean. And those types of things don't just happen constantly throughout the show. I mean, it's sporadic at best and at random times. I'm all for forcing you guys to say things I can use in my segment, but it just doesn't work that way. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for forcing people into sex. Seriously? Just <laughs> all kinds of sex. Chris, I don't know why you say those kinds of things so openly. Who knows who might be listening to this show? It's almost as bad as when you talked about having sex with six different women in the same day. Huh, six at a time? I don't know the details, but it was probably not a great idea to talk about it. You know, being married and all. Yeah, I am conflicted because I am married and I think I'm gay. Right. The funny thing is, is you can talk about it on your show with no problem. But I bring it up on my segment and all of a sudden you'll be all upset. This This is is different. This This is... This this actually assaults my sensibility a little bit. Well, that's too bad. I'm not going to stop what I'm doing any more than Frank is going to stop going to back alley movie theaters in his off time. I'm going to go there and watch men having gay sex. Rock on, brother. And with that, I'm out of here. Peace and love, guys. Dude, you should see the size of my balls. (laughs) Yeah, they're very tiny. Wow. Oh, okay. Cock balls. Wow. That is very funny. <laughs> Damn. Even yeah. You know what? I think I think one day we should just be total dicks and be like, dude, we're recording in forty minutes. <laughs> See you make fun of us now. How long ago was the first one that he did? Like That's gotta be like a year and a half, right? Really? That many? I'd have to go back through my saved emails and see. Yeah, it's been it's been a long. It has time. been a long. Yeah, he gets us every fucking week. Every week, it's makes amazing. us sound like assholes, and we play it. Yes, we do. What oh, the yeah. hell is wrong with us? So many things. <laughs> so many things. Oh, uh, yeah, he, he had mentioned back alley movie theaters, right? Uh, yeah. Today, yesterday, whatever was uh, the anniversary of the first drive-in movie theater. Oh, yeah? It was like 88 years, I think, something like that. And then, of course, you know, just to shit on your day, Ray Bradbury died. Yeah, I heard about that. So, yay. This whole year has been, like, shitty with death. Yeah, it's terrible. Richard Dawson? Yeah. A lot of other people, too. I don't want to get into it, so. No. That's depressing.
Yeah. All right, I'm tired. <laughs> you were tired when you I got was here. Tired when I woke up this morning. So hopefully we will now be back on a more regular schedule and not yeah. postponing the show until you know way too late. We recorded last week, even after we normally put the show out. Yeah. So. And then it took me an extra day to get the show out. Christmas. Now it's Wednesday. I have like a whole day to fuck around with it. Yeah. And I'm even trying to think of next week. Next week is crazy, crazy week in terms of getting stuff that I need to have done. Uh, so I have to see what uh, what I'm working after Wednesday because I don't even know. But we'll figure it out. And uh, well, I'll try to let Scott know sooner yeah. rather than later. But thank you, Scott. Thank you, you Scott. Always, stuff. always come always through. Always funny. Yeah, well, it's funny if it's not us listening. <laughs> right are you serious podcast at gmail.com 206 what what you do at the end there what was that i don't know all right there's a burst of energy <laughs> you might want to save that for driving 206-339-5808 and then there's our facebook group and um if you want to get in on the conversations between me and crazy fundamentalists that don't know what the difference between reality and fiction is, then you can actually just send me a friend request, which is totally fine. And um when I make sure that the one million moms Twitter feed that I found is actually one million million moms, I will start my several times a day <coughs> telling them to just shut up. So then it's totally worth following you on Twitter. Totally. Yeah. I don't do shut shit up. on Twitter. I'm just going to tell him. So, just shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Everything about you sucks. All right. I doubt it. No, not you, them. No, them. That's yeah. what I mean. They don't suck. Come on. Hmm. Okay, so that's it. All right. <laughs> I was trying to think of something, but you're probably right. Probably. Yeah. All, All right. right. Episode 200 next week. Unreal. I say we just have some more to drink. Okay. And uh, maybe we could just do that commentary for Hell House. You know what? Let's put up a poll and see what people say we should do for the 200th episode. <laughs> like, should we do a commentary or should we? I don't know. We'll see. We can put a poll on Facebook, can't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put a poll up your Facebook. Fuck, maybe, maybe it'll just be a, a, a commentary for like a regular old movie. Yeah. Or give them choices. Give them like three or four choices. Oh, no, I'll let them write. write you know what? Yeah, I'll just let them write, write it in. Yeah. And then it'll be one vote for everything. <laughs> we have a 75-way tie. You know what? We'll win first place. Right. Stop doing the fucking show. <laughs> just stop. Please, for the love of all that is holy, that no one else believes All the good series, you know, end on a, on, end on a high note. Well, so. that would have been 150 episodes Well, we got to get a high note. That's the thing. Oh, See, I thought we'd already passed it, but we're not even there yet. <laughs> Shit. We had us at 50. We gotta try harder. Have a nice week, kids. Yeah, maybe next week we'll uh, tell you a really depressing story. But hopefully not. Oh. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
Are you still there? On March 17th, police in Texas were called to the home of Daphne Spurlock, where they found the woman had just attempted to exorcise her son by repeatedly slashing his throat and stamping on his chest. According to a police spokesperson, the woman had become convinced that her son was infested with demons after reading the Bible with him. Her husband stated that her behavior had begun to change a week earlier, and she had begun cussing, which was out of character for her. She had also reported that she was hearing the voice of Jesus. Whether or not this was out of character was not stated. The child is currently recovering in Memorial Hermann Children's Hospital, and is still listed as in serious condition. To all the people who ask what harm religion can do, here it is. This woman is no doubt suffering from some kind of mental illness, and I can no more judge her for her inability to perceive reality than I can judge a blind person for their inability to perceive the colour red. This is an illness for which she requires treatment. What I can judge, though, is the kind of community that breeds an environment where such behaviour goes unchecked. When talk of the Holy Spirit and demons and speaking with Jesus is par for the course, how are you supposed to tell when someone is mentally unstable? You listen to a show like The Atheist Experience and it is absolutely full of people calling in talking about exorcisms they've seen, interactions with angels and conversations they've had with the creator of the universe. When does this stop being religion and start being insanity? If this had taken place in a less religious home, in a less religious community, what are the chances that someone who had reported hearing voices in their head would be left alone with a minor? Would an agnostic husband have left their child in the care of someone who had reported these symptoms? In such communities, how can you tell the difference between someone who is just really religious and someone who actually requires professional help? They hear voices. That's normal. They think that there's some dark forces at work behind their lives trying to undo all the good in them. That's normal. They think they interact with supernatural beings. That's normal. They pick up a knife and actually act on these things. That's crazy. And that's dangerous. The fact that someone actually has to exhibit violence before anyone even realizes that something's wrong shows how dysfunctional this worldview really is. I'm going to link to the story that I found on this incident and I encourage you to read through the comments section. One of the commenters, while not convinced that the son was possessed, makes it seem as if he's convinced that the mother was. This is the problem. People like this are the problem. When you're raised to think that seeing a load of adults suddenly go into convulsions on demand in church on Sunday is normal, how are you supposed to identify the people who aren't? When you see grandma and grandpa babbling out baby talk and claiming that it's the Holy Spirit moving within them, how are you supposed to tell when something's not right with someone? The presence of religion raises the bar for insanity so high that almost anyone can walk underneath it. Until someone gets hurt. Right up to that point, they're just religious. They're not crazy. The five-year-old Michael Spurlock is as much a victim of his community's religiosity as he is his mother's mental illness. This is not my name. And if you have kids, please don't teach them that this stuff is normal. You're hurting them a lot more than you can realize. Good night. That's all you get, jerks!